This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. Tonight, we discuss the first two evictions after the cookout's success. Who will be the first two shrimp on the Barbie? We also discuss the next HOH and the nominees. Who will be the final three? But first, please welcome your hosts, Adam and Fatty. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to But First. I am Adam, and I'm joined by Fatty. Hello, Fatty. (coughs) Well, hi 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 uh all right let 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 me let me just start it off yeah please um it's almost over yeah it is oh there's a knock at my door i'll be back in a minute <laughs> what it, it, hey so he starts it off saying it's almost over and then <laughs> Uh, well, I'm, I, okay, that was Fatty, everyone. Uh, we're also joined by Moose P. Hello, Moose. Hey, everybody. How's it going tonight? Good, good, good. So are you enjoying your new kitchen? I am thoroughly enjoying it. The uh, new cooktop really cooks well. Um, it's so much more reliable and actually hotter than the old stove. So, Is um, it gas? It is gas. Okay. Yeah. Y'all, I'm go- I'm gonna bow out for a couple of minutes, but I'll be back. But I'm listening. <laughs> okay. Are you gonna use that special chair? Uh, he says no. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, so we're we're joined by also Sam in the hinterlands. Hello, Sam. Hello, everybody. How's it going with you this evening? So far, so good. Cool. It's definitely fall here. Well, it has. It was ninety-one degrees, so we went for a walk this afternoon after work, and it's still ninety-one here. But apparently, or it was ninety-one, but apparently, it's supposed to. We're supposed to have a cold snap coming in tonight. So uh, I, I don't know. Maybe get down to forty or something. But anyway, all right. Well, any personal? Oh, so I have to say, uh, Faye is not going to be. Faye is no longer with us. Uh, no, Faye, I think Faye is out of town this week or something like that. He may make it back for the final episode that we record, but, um, but he's not going to be here for at least the next couple of, of episodes. And Archer has parent-in-laws staying with him. And so he is not able to be here tonight, but he will be back next week. So, um, so we're, we're down a whole bunch of folks and now Fatty apparently has company of some sort. Anyway, another uh, gentleman caller, I'm sure. Oh, maybe. Well, if he said it's only going to take a couple of minutes, I feel sorry for his gentleman callers, you know, well, just Fatty's fast. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. I guess. I'm sure. He's tired by this point. Yeah. Must be. Uh, and he said he was going to be listening. So I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He's listening to us and doing something in the background. Anyway, 
So are there any, so it's just the three of us at the moment. Any personal stories from anyone? Oh, my no, chair. No, I have not been walking. I've, I've been really bad uh, this week, but you know, other than that, and I'm not going to be here next Monday. Oh, uh, we are flying up to Cleveland to uh, see the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, nice. So, I don't know if I, I don't think I've ever been to Cleveland. So uh, this will be my first. Yeah. Mark so. and I need somewhere to go for, for Thanksgiving, but we always try to go something warmer rather than colder, but I don't know what we're going to do this year. Cause we went to Puerto Rico one year. We like, we're doing all these, you know, and now with COVID and everything, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do, but anyway, we'll do something. All right. Well, let's go ahead. Well, now, I would encourage you. It's going to be cold. But if yeah. you could take off and go to New York, New York at Christmas is beautiful. And they'll have the Christmas decorations out probably Thanksgiving. You know, yeah. I, can, I considered right. that today. I did consider that today. We normally avoid cold weather, you know, or snow where we can. It's worth it, though. But we do enjoy a musical. And I know Broadway will be back in session or is back in session now. Mm-hmm. And Mark loves Christmas. and he would probably really enjoy all the Christmas decorations. So yeah, if you're looking for a good show, we are seeing for the third time Moulin Rouge. Oh, so it's really a fun show. Interesting. Well, anyway, we're, we are looking for something to do. So that might be, I'm going to have to talk to him about it. Cause I did think about it today. I I thought, well, we could go to New York. We've been to New York before, but I mean, not at Christmas, though. Not you? at Christmas. No, neither one of us have been at Christmas. So, but Moulin Rouge is one of the f- most fun things you can do dealing with tuberculosis. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> and everyone will be wearing masks in the audience. Of it'll course. be like great. It'll be it'll be great. Right. All right. Well, Sam, I hope you took notes because uh, because you're the only note taker on the call. So, do you want to uh, get us started? We will start with episode 30 from Wednesday night, the 15th. We have a recap where everybody made it to the final six as a, you know, mission, mission accomplished. We also see that Kai has a final three with Hannah and Tiffany and also a final three with Xavier and Big D. And I believe there was a recap that Kai and X have a twofer. Their F2 is the gentleman. And meanwhile, Tiffany and Hannah have an F2. Um, And Hannah is also possibly having a final two with Kai. So Kai gets the uh, uh, head of household and Hannah and Tiffany are on the block. Kai says Tiffany is the target because... Well, that's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, uh, I don't know her dog's name, but apparently her dog is not. That's the new dog. No, that one. I have two dogs. One is the Beagle, who is LS in public because he only responds to little shit. His official name is um, Agrippa, but the only one who knows that is the vet. Um, The one that was just barking now is the new dog. She's a rescue dog that came in June. And her name is Charlie, and she's a white pointer, and she does not like my brother-in-law much. 
My brother-in-law was away with relatives for the summer and came back this past week, and she's still getting used to that. So that's what we've got going on. I was going to say, she's called big shit in in public, but uh, (laughs) anyway. Well, I bark aggressively, too. I bark aggressively, too, if I came last in June. You know, speaking of dogs, uh, earlier today, I was on a meeting and and I have I'm in a chair that rolls and I didn't know. But Sydney, who's my little Shih Tzu, our little Shih Tzu had laid down behind my chair. And I I must have rolled backwards and all of a sudden I started hearing this dog like yelping. But I didn't even think about it being Sydney. I was like, who on this call has a dog that's yelping? And it went on for so long, probably a couple of minutes before Mark came up. And then I realized it was Sydney and I had like rolled. I don't know if I hit her. I don't know. Because when I got up, obviously the chair moved and I don't know if it was on her tail or I had just gotten her hair and she was trapped. I'm not really sure. Poor thing. She just gets so close to the chair. Anyway, so we were talking about, I was going to say something about Kylan actually. Um, He seems to have a deal with everybody and we'll talk about it a little bit later but then when he gets to later on in these episodes that we're talking about he's like well i made a promise to so and so so i have to do this thing and he's like but i made a promise to so and so and i have to do this other thing it seemed like two different things that he did and then in these two in two of the episodes we're going to talk about were deal promises he had made to keep himself safe after he was no longer hoh so he's he's really deal making with all of these people. So yes, and he puts Tiffany up and says Tiffany is the target because he can't trust her. And then Tiffany is talking and she says, I do feel betrayed, even though that final three was um she thought the final three, she says, you know, she thought the final three was real, but we as the audience already know that she and Hannah were talking privately and she planned not to particularly honor that final three that she and Hannah and Kyle, Kai all had. So Hannah is figuring out that the guys are working together and we talk about that for a while. And the trouble is, this is the part of the show where we're just sort of doing a lot of filler and talking. And and uh, Xavier and Big D um, are working together, and they're going to look out for Kai. Xavier feels like it can be better with the guys uh, than the girls. Tiffany and Hannah talk about the guys working together, and we've got the big old, you know, are we going to do guys versus girls things? And now, of course, who's who have we not included in all of this? Aza. So Hannah and uh, Hannah goes to talk to Aza, and Aza says that you know she didn't know Kai was coming for Tiff, and Aza's basically she's the one that has to decide whether to go with the girls or the boys. And we also learn that Tiffany wants to win the veto for her son's birthday. Thoughts thus far? Well, not not much other than what I just said. Uh, Moose, you got up. What what were your thoughts? That this is a part of the series that is just so boring. I mean, you know, I 
when it comes down to the very end, I kind of lose interest. Well, so, they, it's not just me. They do. Oh, well, me. yeah, they do a lot of, uh, even filler. when, even when there's not filler, the things that would normally take five minutes for them to, you know, show take 20 minutes for them to show like a, a competition. They show the, like the entire competition. Right. Instead of just showing a recap. Yeah. Uh, also stuff that normally would not even make, make it into the episode gets shown. So, I mean, it, it's, it, I wish it was more people in there somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a big flaw of the yes. show. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because I have felt that way this whole week and oh my goodness, there was an extra hour of it. And well, anyway, we don't, we, we are, don't have to recap up. the filler. Uh, just, I mean, don't right. feel free to skip over we the filler, but the first veto competition. And it is one that even I have seen before. It is the BB comics with the zip line. Yep. And we did this one before and you, you, you ride the zip line to look at the comics and then you match yours and it's little tiny details. And <clears throat> we get a big monologue from big D and then everybody else goes through and the order is first big D doing his thing. And then Kai, Aza, Xavier, um, said the Xavier said a funny thing. Another comp that makes me look great to my clients, which I, I guess he said that because he was alone and he felt safe letting us know that, you know, uh, he's not a bartender. And then Tiff and then Hana and the times. Big D got 14 minutes, five seconds. Hana got 14 minutes, six seconds. Xavier got 20 minutes, 56 seconds. Tiffany flat out timed out at the maximum of 40 minutes. Aza got 20 minutes and 22 seconds, and we're all getting very excited, thinking, oh, yes, Big D may have his first win. Huzzah! But Kylan solved that in just under 12 minutes at 11. 44. Yeah. And so, once again, Big D comes in second. And he was, uh, was he upset about about that, uh, this one as well? As he had, I can't remember. Well, this is the one where he said, oh, boy, I was HOH second place and Vito second place. I don't need to become a comp beast. And I'm thinking, uh, no, I, I don't think that's likely. I mean, things can happen. I suppose monkeys could fly on my butt. Anyway, moving on. Uh, chit chat, chit chat. Um, we lose numbers if Big D goes up. Anything interesting there? Tiffany's sucking up to Kylan. She apologizes. Um, Kylan says here, Oh, Kylan is HOH, correct? He is. So H-O-H. that explains why, yeah. Well, he, he seems to have maybe gotten some tasty treats of some kind. Um, I didn't see that, I didn't either. It's just the way he was acting. It's it's my own thing. Um, oh, I don't think I, they would have put some totally way off pot pace. brownies in there or something. I'm, exactly. Yeah. I'm, um. Anyhow, he um. We have a nice little t- touching moment where Hannah pledges fealty. Blah blah blah. And then he has to do this thing. I love you all so deeply. I am so sorry for any pain this has caused, and I wish you all the best. It's just gameplay, and then we're moving on to episode 31, the two-hour double episode with the double eviction. Oh, boy. So, well, let's not skip over. We'll have, so he, 
let's let's say he did not use the veto. So right. he he did not use the veto. So oh, basically, yes. Hannah and and Tiffany uh, both were pitching. You know, and I just want to say about that. You know, I and it probably doesn't matter at this point, but I feel like. This all guy thing. Well, I mean, other than Big D, I think Xavier and Kyland, I don't quite understand why they're not keeping around um, the girls over each other. Like, I don't quite understand why Kylan's not putting up Xavier and vice versa, because they're, you know, Tiffany, Kyland and Xavier. I understand wanting to get Tiffany out, but I feel like I don't understand this like final two, because I feel like they're both so strong that they wouldn't want to go against each other, you know, but. Well, didn't Hannah win some competitions? I think she has. Yeah. Where Big D yes. and Aza have won, what, nothing? Uh, nothing. Well, uh, yeah, nothing up to this point. Uh, no, so. that I, that I know of, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's like I said last week, I feel like it's just, okay. All the guys now are going to get rid of the girls one by one, you know? Yeah, yeah, I feel that way too. And uh, do we, we? This is this is our live two-hour special, and one of the big things we we learn going into it is that the house guests do not know that it is a double eviction. The house guests think it is just the one. And in walks Julie after the recap. And what do we think of her outfit? Take it away, Moose. <laughs> Personally, I thought it was a hot mess. I mean, that was that's got to be the worst outfit she's worn the entire. Well, what season. did she wear? Because I can't even remember. Like, uh, it was, was uh, a black leather blazer without sleeves. The sleeves were replaced with black lace sleeves. Um, the top was, uh, I'm thinking, a black and gray zebra pattern, maybe was yes it was a black and gray jersey zebra pattern um and black skinny jeans she can rock those high heel shoes oh god love her for that um kind of uh chunky black jewelry and a gold chain again with the cross um this i hated this outfit though i was not a fan either it now i will say it was tailored very well. It fit perfectly. True. That it was just was... ugly. <laughs> huh? It was just ugly. Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, who, I, I, I gather the vibe was leather and lace. You know, this is supposed mm -hmm. to. And, and I'm like, I didn't like Stevie Nicks either. But, you know, nobody asked me. Um, in any case, yes, and I didn't care for the net. The, the necklace that went with the cross this time was some big, long, clunky snake thing with a little globe jewel or a bead at the top of it. And, and I, I just was not a fan. Yeah. Although uh, you're right, she does rock those heels really well. And I do want to reiterate that jacket fit perfectly. It was yeah. made out of ugly materials, but it was tailored beautifully. Well, I was thinking it was black leather, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The the, the body was yeah. the front and back. The, the, the fronts and back were black leather or maybe the back was black satin or something. I don't know. I don't think we saw the back. But those sleeves of lace were just dumb. Well, see, I was wondering if the sleeves were attached to the blouse. Maybe. 
I couldn't tell. That would be a weird choice, but then again, either of those things are weird. I mean, having like a blazer with just no sleeves at all, like a vest, but kind of in the shape of a blazer, like doesn't really make sense either. I've seen bodybuilders do it. I guess so. Or people at the, or guys at the Eagle. Yeah, that too. (laughs) Well, see, now that's a possibility because then the sleeves would have been lace jersey sleeves or, you know, some sort of stretch lace with a jersey top, which makes a little more sense than the lace sleeves with, I don't know. But then the top would have had to be sleeveless. Maybe it was a camisole. I don't know. Anyway, we're none of us a fan of the outfit. But and also, does- might I mention that I had a hard time hearing uh, this her on this particular episode. Oh yeah, we I think we all did because uh, someone I don't who, Sam were you the one that emailed somebody emailed and said, yes. and then yes. uh, the only one I, that said they didn't have trouble was Faye, and he's in uh, yeah, Canada. The, uh, I tried on uh, both the TV and my phone to watch it, and. Uh, on the TV, her sound was coming from the center rear speakers. And that's that's it. weird. It sounded like she it sounded like her microphone was not working and she was being picked up from like room microphones or something. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, also I had the same problem. It was awful. When the when the folks left, or Mark noticed this, I didn't really notice it as much, but Mark said when the evictees came out that Julie's audio got a little bit louder, he thought, because the microphone of the evictee, their their lapel mic was, he thought that was picking her up a little bit. But I don't know. She was definitely quiet, though, and it sounded like she was just getting picked up by room mics. It looks like over a two-hour show, somebody would have realized what was going on. You would think so. I I feel like they need to hire new um, audio engineering people because they seem to consistently have... The house guests can't hear her. She can't hear them. We can't hear her. Like there's all this audio stuff that they seem to always be having. But I think they put all their emphasis on the video. And yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, She wants to be the first to say that they made it to their historic goal. And now the real work begins. Oh yeah, and she says uh, she says the name of their alliance. She says, "Congratulations, cookout" or something like that. Which I don't think she generally talks about alliances or says alliance names very often. So maybe ever. I'm not sure. I don't remember hearing it very much either. And Tiffany and Hannah are together and are very happy that not only did we get three black people to the final three, we got them to the final six. So. Everybody and and we emphasize about how everybody's happy that you know no matter who does what now, an African American will be the first person African American to win Big Brother no matter what. Um, we have Tiffany and Aza in the bed together. We have the guys in Chada. Pet, uh, we have Aza and Kai, X and Kai. oh oh here this is key. Um, in all of this filler, we edited to find the touching bit. Kai and X are standing there and talking about, you know, why are you doing this? What's in it for you? What's the what what does that money you know mean? And Kai's like, well, 
I got a hundred grand in student debt and you know, that's good. And, and, you know, he says how he's the only responsible one in the family, blah, blah, blah. And then we find out that Xavier just lost a brother, not even six months ago. On April 17th, he lost his brother, the brother, we don't hear why. Um, he left behind a son. And although, you know, his sister-in-law is doing okay, he wants to be able to set aside money for the son, some type of money to so he can go to college. You know, we get this touching story about Xavier's higher mission. And uh, Tiffany tells Big D that she's not coming after you, Han, but Hannah is. Oh, Tiffany. Tiffany. Tiffany seemed to make the circuit around the house and tell everyone why Hannah was gunning for them. She told um, Xavier that. She told Big D that. She told, I, I don't know who, Kylan probably. But she made the rounds and was and basically saying, oh, Hannah's after all of you people, you know. I don't think she was aware that they were going to compare notes. You know, yeah, and, I don't know. Yeah, basically, Big D said, "Oh, so and so is." Uh, uh, Tiffany said, "You're being targeted by Hannah, and and I'm being targeted by Hannah, and you know, and you know, they they just blew up Tiffany's game right there." So, yeah. Absolutely. Which was a I, why she did that. I don't know, because, yes, of course, they're going to talk and throwing on under the bus never is a good look because everybody knows you guys were tight. But anyway, then um, we have a little bit where um, Julie talks to each of the six of them about what the cookout means, you know, gives them each a little personal question to fill time. If we want to go into that. You, you, no, you care? no, 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 no. Good. Um, <laughs> Uh, then we skip over to the jury. We have Brittany and Derek and we have a lot more filler and then it's you, yo, 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 Sarah Beth is in the jury, blah, blah. It's tough to take. It stinks. She's disappointed and embarrassed. We recap everything again. Uh, Brittany and Derek are all huh? Wait, wait, wait. So how did you go home when the strongest people are, are up and still in the house? And they all start piecing it together. And we have a huge thing about that. And Derek X did not know that there had never been any black winners of Big Brother of any kind. He was like, what? Oh, so no African-American women? And Brittany's like, no, no black person at all. And so now, oh, oh, that's that's very impressive. And the big thing in the jury right now is that they're super impressed that the six people kept it together. And it was a final six that went all, you know, it was a six person alliance that stayed tight and went all the way to final six. Yeah. And, they and then we cut back. And they seem to, they seem to all think that Xavier is playing a really good game. Uh, Brittany mentioned it and it seemed like a lot of them agreed, which, you know, it's interesting because, uh, and Mark had said this and I haven't counted the number of wins, but with the number of times Xavier threw comps, I don't think he's won the most competitions. So it's strange to me that people think he's playing the best game because it was Tiffany's strategy. I feel like Kylan has more won more uh, comps oh, yes. than Xavier. 
So I don't understand why Xavier is getting all this credit from the house as being, you know, the top player or the person to beat. But it seems like both the jury and the people inside the house see him as the biggest threat. And I mean, yeah, he probably could have won a lot more competitions had he not thrown them. But I just like it didn't seem like it was his strategy. It was Tiffany's. And he hasn't. I mean, uh, unless you could say he's just been pulling strings. Like, I, I don't know. I can't remember the guy, his last name, but there was a Derek that won a few seasons ago that was a detective. And his whole strategy was pulling strings behind the scenes and never having to get blood on his hands. And he won. And we all thought, and I still do think he was one of the big, uh, best Big Brother players we've seen. So, I mean, I guess you could say that about Xavier, but... I don't know. They just all seem to think, oh, he's the one, you know, he's the one to beat. So I don't know. Well, I got the impression that they all, including him, think of him as sort of the team leader, even though it was Tiffany's idea. And and even though, you know, he hasn't won that much, it's it's like they all seem to view him as the de facto leader. For whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know. Also, I do want to point out that during the during the uh, jury house uh, session, they brought up that they don't think um, Xavier is a bartender. Yes, that's true. They said that um, he couldn't even make a he didn't even know what a mojito was or how to make one or something like that. So mint julep and yeah, yeah, mint julep. That's what it was. So they so they have picked up on. But I don't know if they know what his career is, but they, it seems like they've picked up that maybe he's not a bartender. So. I'll tell you what, when Fatty returns, I want a gentleman call a report. <laughs> I think we all do. This is this is one of the longer two minutes. Yeah, I know. Um, I was going to say, well, yeah. Um, so the jury says that we think there's a secret alliance, and so they're not terribly surprised to see Clara and Alyssa come in next. And nothing much going on. We recap every freaking thing, and the only cute thing about that is that. Alyssa says, shoot, I really am the dim one. She didn't figure out this alliance at all. Yeah. Yeah. She, she but I, she finally, and I will say they were all, they were all very um, supportive and not angry. It seemed like, well, I, I, I want to say though, that Sarah Beth might've been a little, a little ticked off. Even though, like, they're all being supportive of, oh, yeah, it's great that, you know, six African-Americans made it. I think Sarah Beth was, was she had some thoughts in her head that maybe she wasn't sharing. She's like, man. <laughs> she, she did seem a little bitter there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. She she was emotional. She she really was. Um, Alyssa won. Oh. Claire, and, and we do get Claire recapping that the night before the veto meeting, Tiffany pulled me aside and said that from the beginning, she was looking out for the African-American players, and I do not fault her for that. And so everybody in the jury house is officially okay with everything up to this point. Uh, Tiffany, and then we go, oh, right, right. 
they played everyone. Uh, they, they're all praising the, the teamwork and they say that everyone was playing for a bigger goal. And that's why the whole thing worked out so well. Yeah. That, that was really big. And then we flip back and Tiffany, this is her first time on the block for Hannah. It's her second time on the block and they each give a nice speech and then we have the vote big d votes sadly to evic tiffany xavier votes to evic tiffany and aza curtsies to xavier on her way in and says that she votes to evic tiffany and so it was unanimous three to zero tiffany is out of the house and once again big d messed up his line he yeah. cannot say it for whatever he reason. He said, I sadly evict. Well, you know, it's funny because he can say it because in his when he's talking about it before the vote, he says he says the word vote all the time. Right. He says, I'm going to vote. And then he gets in the room and he's like, I sadly evict. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know whether it's on purpose or not. Maybe we'll never know. I hope they ask him that when they interview him after he's he's out. Yeah, nice. that would be cool, huh? Um, she, um, the one thing is, you will recall that we have been harping on the whole head of household competition when they were all swinging from the ropes and banging into the elephant and getting slops spilled on them. And she theoretically was supposed to throw it to Kai if um, Aza and Big D were already out and she decided to win it anyhow. And she says, oh, yeah, that is why I'm on the block. I, I did it to myself, basically. And then we move on to the next HOH competition. And this is BB Ballers, which is basically bocce ball. Any uh, thoughts thus far before I move ahead? No, I mean, I'll just say, yeah, she she admitted she's and she said, I don't think I would do anything different differently because um, I wanted to have two wins in a row. And she said, if I had if I had discussed it with the because Julie said, well, do you think, you know, it would have worked out differently had you discussed it with the rest of the cookout before the HOH competition and told them that you wanted to win. And she said, well, no, because I don't think any of them wanted me to win and have two wins in a row. She said, but also I'm more of an ask forgiveness person than an ask permission person. So. Yes. Yes. But yeah, the bocce ball, actually, I don't know if I've seen that game in big brother before, but I, I liked it. I, I liked the I liked the second round where you have to get it on the grass. You have to get the ball on the grass and not have it roll off. I thought that was cool. That was an interesting game. I, I liked it as well. I hope they bring it back. I also thought it was a very interesting game. Essentially, it was in two rounds. All four people played in the first round. And you had your own color of wooden balls that you rolled down and knocked balls off the grass. And the two best players in that one went on to um, compete against each other. And this time you had to just roll your ball down and put it on the grass. And I noticed there were little indentations in the AstroTurf. So it wasn't just, you know, roll with just the right amount to stop. But if you rolled it in the right way, they could hit the little indentation like those little pocket games we had when we were kids. 
So we roll, we, we do that and we carry on and we carry on and all of this happens and it ends up being Xavier and Aza to go up against each other. And lo and behold, Aza wins and is head of household. Yeah, but that's her we, first win. It is. It's her first win of anything in this mm-hmm. game so far. And she is very calm and very clear. And she gets Hannah's side and tells her she's whispering real, real fast. And she's just set up. You can see this is, you know, clearly she she does have her wits about her. She tells um, Hannah that the target is either X or Kai. I have a deal with Kai. I can't put him up unless it's a, as a backdoor. So I'm putting you an X up. And of course, Hannah is very upset. Question, question, question. Aza reassures her, says that... Um, you know, no, no, no. If they do that, I'll, I'll, I'll be the tiebreaker and I'll keep you. And then she calls in Kai and says, I'm honoring our deal. And then we cut and we don't hear any more about I'm honoring our deal except that little teaser. And. Okay. Uh, so Aza nominates Xavier and Anna. And she says when she does so, I've tried to do in this game is to keep my promises. Unfortunately, Xavier and Hannah, I'm nominating you guys. Yeah, and I'll just about Aza and her noms thus far. Yeah, well, I'll just say that um, this is this is one of those. So here's an example where we were not shown this. We did not know. But um, Kyland apparently had a deal with Aza that I don't think we were even shown. Like we weren't shown that they had a deal. And then she says, oh, I have a deal with Kyland that I wasn't, I promised I wouldn't put him up as my first nominee. If the veto gets one, I can backdoor him, but I can't put him up. And so he had a deal with just about everybody. Final two with Xavier, final three with Tiffany and Hannah a deal with, you know, Aza that she wouldn't put him up if she won HOH, you know, like he had deals with everybody. I am back. Welcome back. Thank you. Was it fun? No, it was it was somebody I needed to talk to. That's okay. that's all it was. Anyway. <clears throat> it was just talking. Wah, wah. What day are, what day are you on? We're on the we second, the second, um, we just did the second HOH and the double eviction. Okay. Yeah. So Aza won. Aza won and she put up Xavier and Hannah and we're getting ready to do play compete for the biggest power of veto yet in the big brother classic. What the bleep. So it's true false questions about the phrase. They, they, they say a phrase and they leave out a word and they ask you true or false. What's the word that got left out? Yeah, this Everybody. is this is the one where you're like, man, big fatty is such a big old head, you know, and, and then oh. you, you know, and then you have to guess what Y'all, they he said. Just wanted to, he just wanted to press <laughs> that little button on his machine. I did. So we move on and they, they, everybody stays fairly matched throughout most of it. 
Uh, Big D gets three, Hana gets four, Kai has five, Aza has four, Xavier has five. We go through all of it, and then they say that, you know, just as we've done in previous years, if we get through all of the video clips, there will be, and the, we still have two people left, there'll be a tie-breaking question. And lo and behold, we have a tie-breaking question, fancy that. And it said, guess a number in seconds, not minutes, but seconds. How long was last week's cluster competition? And it was just like Price is Right, you know, closest that doesn't go over wins. Thoughts on this? Anybody want to take away the punchline? Who gives a cluck? <laughs> oh, well, well, no, I just, you know. I, oh, yeah. okay. Kylan won. And the winner is? Kylan. Yeah, Xavier no. kept. Yeah, Kylan won. Yeah, Kylan won that. Totally. Yeah. Oh, he did. You're yeah, right. Ex- you're right. You're right. Xavier right. kept changing his answer. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, either way, even the answer he changed it to was still way too low because Kylan guessed 1690 and the number was more than 2000 and Xavier wasn't breaking. Uh, Xavier didn't even break 1600 in any of his guesses. He was like 11 and 13 and 15. And yeah, yeah. Anyhow. So, and Kylan was the one person that, uh, that like he was the, the worst person to win for Hannah because yes. he was going to be the replacement <laughs> should somebody be taken off. Right. And, uh, and so that was the worst case scenario for her. Exactly. So now Kai says he's going to honor a deal to take Xavier off. And unfortunately, the only other choice is that Big D goes up on the block. And now it's Big D and Hannah sitting in the chairs. And Big D's like, he's okay with it. No problem. And secret though, Big D was not happy. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he just wants to skate all the way to the end, not being on the block and not winning anything. Right. So. (laughs) Well. I, I kind of think that part of why he and Aza are on this season is because they both have interesting backstories, you know? In any case, we do notice that Kai and Xavier are off camera and coming back on camera. They show us the clip of them coming on right. from offstage, which I thought was interesting. Um, then we hear Big D's speech where he says he's been... Um, uh, if everybody's loyal to their word, I'll still be here. If not, we'll know how it is. And Hannah's speech is basically, please. Right. Yeah, and she is, her face, from the moment that she heard there was going to be a double eviction, because Julie didn't tell them until after the first eviction. And then Julie comes back and says, house guests, uh, please come back in. Tonight's going to be a double eviction. And from the moment that Hannah heard that all the way through when the vote happened, her face was just looked like she was about to cry like the whole time. She was so red and so flushed. And I felt so bad for her because I have that same problem. You can't help it. It just happens even through her makeup. Yeah. Um, so Kai has had grievances with both of these people. Big D 
really has but but kylan said that big d really has done a lot you just don't see it sadly i must vote to evict chada and xavier also votes to evict hana and somebody's face dropped oh i thought that her target was kai oh i guess that would be Ozma. i don't know but anyway well, it's interesting. Uh, oh, yeah, because... it was Ozzy. She doesn't think Ozzy, don't think Ozzy Nukai would use the veto. She thought he would not use the veto. And that's Hannah talking to Julie. She thinks um, she was collateral. The best part was that the cookout got to the final six. Yeah. Um, I So later in this in this most recent episode, the Friday episode, Ozzy actually says that she um, had made a decision to go with the guys and that she knew, I think she knew that Hannah was going to be the target, but she was surprised that, that Kylan um, put up big D. She, uh, she thought, she thought it was going to, noms were going to stay the same. So uh, anyway, so so, that was, and I and I'll just say uh, I don't like. What's the game plan for Aza? Like I feel like she should have stuck with the girls. Like even if she makes it to the end, she's not winning. I I mean she doesn't win against anybody honestly, so it doesn't really matter I guess at this point. But I just would have thought she would have stayed with the girls. But it seems like she made a decision at some point. You know what I'm gonna go with Big D and whoever the the other person is. Well- yeah, I'm thinking she's with, I, I think that we're getting ready to find out that she and Big D have had an alliance, had an F2 or an alliance or have been working together since pretty much day one. They've liked each other. She, Big D and Britt were all sharing the same room for a long, long time. They were um, on the same team. Yeah, they're all jokers. Exactly, so. yeah. yeah. And and I know that we... You know, we, we've talked up, we keep throwing this crush on Xavier in whenever we need to, for whatever reason. So that may play into it in, in, at some point, too. But Man, yeah, could I, you have a weaker final two, Aza and Big D? Uh, <laughs> and they both are almost at the end. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think that might be fun, if depending on what the final thing was. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Um, we have a we have a clip of Kylan. We we are getting ready to go into episode thirty two now. We are on what would normally be the Sunday episode that aired on Friday. Yes. And we get a recap again because we oh because we have to like see everything at least three times now, and but we do get Kylan and Big D together, and Kylan is telling Big D, "Hey, I told you I got your back," and. We have Xavier saying that he's been on the block five times, but he's been still on the block for the vote only once. And this is when we finally learn officially that Xavier has had a final two with Big D. So he is actually more loyal to Big D than to Kai when push comes to shove. That's now, what he says. I'm not sure I agree with that. Other than... Other than he thinks if he's against Big D, he can win easier. 
I think that's it. So he said he said he had a de- had a deal with Big D since the beginning, and he he does say that in the episode. He also says that um he he feels like he would do better against Big D, or you know that he would have a better chance if Kylan goes home. But right. uh, but the thing is. <clears throat> But the um, three of them had a deal together also. Well, the three guys, yeah. 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 The three guys. But um, he does, uh, so Xavier does say in this episode that, you know, it wouldn't be bad for him if if Kylan went home and, right. and wasn't in the final two. He does say right. that. Right. We're, we're just setting up, we're, yeah. we're setting up the love triangle. Yeah. We, we've got Xavier being more loyal to Big D than to Kylan, but Kylan being more loyal to Xavier than to Big D. So Mm -hmm. they're all trying to keep the three guys together, but they're splitting once they get to the three guys. And now we have this new twist because Big D is upset about Kai using the veto on X, but then X smooths that all over. Mm -hmm. And now we learn about the HOH comp and we get the teaser with a TV star for that I don't recognize for a show I've never heard of, which is premiering in the fall. So-and-so Lachey. It's CSI Hawaii. No, it's CSI Las Vegas, which I thought they had already had a Vegas, but it's Las Vegas. And it it has some new characters, but it brings back a a couple of the the favorite old characters. Grissom and okay. the lady. Anyway. And the teaser is that whoever wins the wins this will also get to have a sneak preview of the season premiere. Yay, Ron. You know, Vegas jokes, Yeah. And we move on to the BB Crime Lab. Oh, boy. And you immediately can see that it's going to be a matching game because they, when they shoot, they've got these posters on the wall behind each of the players that have all of these various patterns. There's a poster with DNA. There's a poster with these little square things that turn out to be tire tracks. There's a poster with footprints. There's a poster with molecules. So the deal is that you go into the scene, which is, I think, a museum, maybe? And you shine the black light all over this place. And eventually you find five black light items that lo and behold match one of the posters. And it's a piece of DNA and a molecule and the footprint and the tire track. And I forget what the fifth thing was. But in any case, you do all of that and you match them up and, and you put a card. Uh, you, you put a card with your correct guess into a slot and once you get them all they say whether it's correct or not and it's a timed thing best time wins so big d does it and he gets 15 minutes 44 seconds and that's a pretty good score but kylan does it and gets 1452 and x did it in 10 minutes 18 seconds so X is now the new head of household in the most important head of household battle. And he's very happy, lots of joy, just really, really excited about this. And Kyland is disappointed in himself. And, and yep. Xavier does say something when he goes into the room by himself. He does make a statement that he had to, he needed to beat Kyland in this competition. And he did. 
So he, I mean, he is thinking about hoping, at least hoping Kylan goes home because he's saying, oh man, thank goodness. I really needed to beat Kylan in this one. So, but he's, he, I think the reason he needed to win this one is so that he wouldn't have to be the one to send Kylan home. The, the, so. Yeah, now I will say that, Fatty. So here, here is my thought, and I don't know why it's coming off as ickier to me in this case. And I, I don't remember if you were back yet, Fatty, but um, Derek, the detective in a previous season who was such a good player, was known to, for pulling strings behind the scenes, but not ever mm-hmm. getting blood on his hands. I know you love that Ugh. phrase. Ugh. And uh, I feel like what's happening here is that Xavier wants a certain set of events to happen, but he doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. That's and exactly so, right. and I feel like it's been that way the whole season because he's thrown competitions because he wanted other people to do things. Right. Uh, he didn't want to be the one doing it because he didn't want to piss anyone off. And I feel like he wants Kylan to go home, but he doesn't want to do it. So, And the only person voting this week is what, Big D? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we don't know that. We don't. We don't know, know yet because we don't have the nomination. Well, we don't. Yet. Yeah, because we have. We do. We do. Um. In any case, so we have the veto meeting, and the key of his first house guest is dun 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 Aza, and the key of his second guest is. Dun, 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 Kai. And Kai gets the weirdest look and he grins and it's like, you know, the penny drops and yeah. And then Oz is like, well, I made it this far. And Xavier, after he does that, he says, we all know the real plan is in the veto competition. I wish you all every luck, you know, it's a, yeah. He says some stuff to try to make it sound less awful. Right. Well, I don't know. I mean, says, I don't. Do you think that was a surprise to Kylan? I, I mean, I have two thoughts there. Um, do you think it was a surprise? Maybe he he told Kylan, "Well, Big D's going to be pissed, and we just need to get out Aza this week, or you know, in this elimination because it'll be the three amigos um going into the final three. So we just need to get rid of Aza, and you know, you're safe. I, I'm going to put you up, but you're safe." I would imagine they had that conversation if I were guessing, but maybe I'm wrong. Big D, big D does not want to have to choose between Asa and Kai. Yeah, that's true. But I, and I was, the other thing I was thinking is why would he put Kylan up instead of backdooring him? Is he too afraid that Kylan's going to win? I mean, why wouldn't he backdoor him? It, that well, makes more sense to well, me. Well, if he's being honorable and and just flat out honoring his agreement with Big D, those are the only two people he can put up. And then he can always just tell Kai that, well, you know, I didn't want to get Big D mad, blah, blah, blah. And I knew you'd win. You could win the veto and take yourself off. Yeah. That was my theory, but now Kylan's mad because, as I said, we set up the little triangle in the previous scene. Kylan's more loyal to Xavier than Big D and thinks he's got that back. I guess what I'm saying is more loyal to Big D. 
I guess what I'm saying is by by nominating Kyland as his nominee, mm-hmm. it shows his hand a little bit. Whereas if he backdoors him, it doesn't because he can just say, well, I there were no other options. You know, mm. somebody won the veto, so there was only one other person left. Whereas putting him up, even if he's explained it to Kylan before and said, oh, this is why I'm putting you up, but obviously we have a final two. Because I feel like you don't put somebody up that you have a final two with. That I, I just feel like, you know, but anyway, but he doesn't want to be the one to send him home, even even still. Like he he doesn't. Yeah. So. Well, let me just throw this out. If Big D were to win the power of veto. And he took. Aza off. There's no one that can replace her. That's true. What happens in that case? I don't know. Well, Same Big thing D, if, if he Big took Big D never wins anything. Big D never wins anything. So, oh, that's interesting. Uh, we've never been in a situation where there hasn't been a replacement. So I wonder what they do because HOH can't know. go up. How did we do that? How did the numbers get off? I, I don't know how it would. I don't know how. I don't know how it would play out, but it would be interesting to to see what happens. So, because then there would be nobody. You can't put anybody else up, so there's only one person to vote out. Yeah, they probably would. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let me ask this: Would you even allow Big D to play? Because if you only have the three people involved in the actual competition, only one of those three people could win and they would necessarily take themselves off. And that would be allow Big D to be free to go on the block in their replacement. So, so uh, Mark in the chat room says in that case, uh, Kylan would go home. It's like Big D voting. So okay. maybe that has happened, but well, I, I can't remember. I don't maybe, remember it happening. Maybe you no, make I the decision. If- you say, may, may, maybe Mark's right. You say, yep, I'm uh, saving Aza, and so Kylan's going home. So yeah. if Big D, if, if the one voting house guest were to win the power of veto, it basically just forces the vote to happen right then. I guess. Well, yeah. no, not More or less. Well, well, not exactly. I mean, right. because they can't put anybody up. So, yeah, it's just forcing the vote early. Yeah, they'd have to. Right. And it would be Aza and Big D that would be voting, but they can only vote for one person. So it doesn't, there's no need to vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So I think that was the end of that episode. No, so the, the only thing I didn't hear that I wanted to hear is was Moose P's uh, uh, well uh, fashion can, report. You can go back you and just listen. have to listen to the recording. Uh, <laughs> I, I say it was a hot mess. in depth. I thought she stepped off of the uh, set of the Matrix. Okay, I could see that. You know? We thought she came out of a leather bar. Well, in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, y'all, want, y'all want some? Y'all want some? 
Y'all want sure, some spoilers? Go sure. ahead. Uh, if uh, if anyone on the stream wants to disconnect before we get to spoilers, do well, so. First now. of all, there will be another Friday episode this week. Uh, and I believe that will be the episode where they, oh, remember back when we did such and such and so and so? And oh, they I have champagne brunch or whatever. Right. They have the champagne brunch. <laughs> and then it's, and then the end of that episode is when they start the fine, the first part of the, uh, of the three part head of household. There also will be an episode on Sunday. So it, the Friday is not replacing the Sunday. And then the finale is Wednesday. It's two hours and it starts at nine. All right. So okay. we have, so this week, do we have Wednesday, Thursday at all? Or do we just have Friday, Sunday? No, this week we have Wednesday, Thursday. Also. So we have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Wednesday. Wednesday. Right. Ah, okay. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday this week is the big buildup, and then the following Wednesday is the finale. Got right. it. All right. So they have the power of veto, and Xavier wins it. So he now has to show his cards. Oh, and he didn't want to. So, and do we know what he did? What he did? No, we didn't say yet. Okay. So, uh, if he takes mm. X off, I mean, if he takes Kai off, then uh, Derek has to go up. If he takes, you know, Asa off, Big D has to go up. And then I, Oz is the one that has to vote. You know, I or, think I think he just leaves it the same. Of course he does. And tells but, but that means that Big D has to vote between Kai and Ozza. And I don't think that's a get I don't think that's a uh, given as to who he would vote for. I don't either. And I think that's why Xavier's gonna do it that way. Or or, oh, so you think if he really wants Kylan to go, he's going to swap Big D for Aza, so Aza has to make the vote, has to be the one voting. No, and I think if he, I think he'll leave it the same, and he'll make Big D vote Kai out. Yeah. Or be left with voting Aza out. And he's right. Big D talked all the talk about, you know, do we, uh, you know, the guys have to stick together. Big D's got the final two with Xavier. We don't know what Big D and Kai's relationship is, but we know that Big D and Aza are very close and we know Aza doesn't much care for Kai. Well, you know, it's uh, uh, interesting, though, because I, I feel like Big D did make a statement in this most recent episode that he he really likes Aza a lot, but he's not sure what he would do because he does have the final three with the guys. And I, I feel like he did make that statement at some point during. And if Big D votes out Kai, that means that. 
X goes into the final three with him and Aza and Big D. But that just guarantees X a win. Right. Because you know the first part is is physical. Unless Big D thinks, well, I, I will settle for the hundred thousand. Which is possible. Yeah. Could be. Well, he's been Split saying I just wanted 000. to get to the final three, is what Big D's been saying. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So it will be interesting on Thursday evening. Yeah, it will be. All right. Well, we're at the end well, of the yeah. Well, I have one other thing. Don't forget, Survivor begins this coming Wednesday, two-hour uh, episode from 9 to 11, right after Big Brother. And uh, I'm not going to be around for the next two um, Mondays. So y'all will have to wrap it up without me. Oh. 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 Wow. So everybody's going to be a phase gone. And, uh, and I was going to, well, I wasn't going to announce it, but I was going to, I'm not going to be available to do survivors ready for this season of survivor. So, Oh, okay. So, um, ruined. Yeah. Well, so unless uh, I've, I'm just too, like, I've got too much work is really busy and I'm not going to be able to very busy to do it, but you guys can continue on with you as the host. I could post them so we can talk about that later if you want to do it. I but, uh, might, I think we all could use a little break. <laughs> what do you, what, what do you think, Sam? Oh, I'm not up for survivor either. If it's going to be okay. up. Yeah, I was going to say, I want to come back for Celebrity Big Brother, but I'm just not going to be able to oh, make, yes. I'm not going to be able to make um, Survivor this time. So, okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. All right. So all that being said, everyone should watch Survivor though. I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure they'll all yes. be masked up and probably not <laughs> all vaxxed on the island. Uh, anyway, so, uh, but what do I do now? Oh, uh, Sam, where can you be reached? I am Sam and the H on Twitter. All right. And uh, Moose, where can you be reached? Also Moose P on Twitter. All now, right. M- Moose, will you be watching Survivor? I don't remember. No, I, I haven't watched Survivor in 20 years. Okay. Okay. Not after the first season. I got you. Well, and, uh, uh, Fatty, where can you be reached? Well, I can't be reached anywhere because I'm going to be driving across the country. So, anyway, that's why that's why I won't be here the next two weeks. But I look forward to phoners. Uh, (laughs) Zoom on the the phone, looking up your nose. (laughs) It'll be content. Content. Yep. Well, that's what we all need, isn't it? Lots of content. All right. Well, uh, good luck with all that. Um, Okay. And. Uh, Adam, uh, if you need the address to send me the prize for winning the uh, the game, just just let me know. Okay, I, I will. Um, I can be reached at geekygay.com. Uh, we can be reached at buttfirstpodcast.com. And you can find many more LGBT and LGBTQ plus friendly podcasts at pride48.com. And from outside the Big Brother house, I'm Adam Burns Moonvez. Let's listen in on the house guest. Good night, everyone.
This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.